Hello there, everyone, and in the second episode of Season 4, I am psyched to be with you, Owen Trepp. Owen is the video editor and part of the Punkle, the studio behind Vampire Survivors team. We talk all things creative media, the role of higher education in the gaming industry, producing a video for Nintendo Direct, and as part of a content warning, we discuss some issues around body image and self-identity. If this resonates with you all, please remember that you can find resources at www.takethis.org forward slash mental health resources. All this and much more, including things like the Limit Break Mentorship Scheme, of which Owen was on the committee in 2023. This great guest, great episode. I hope you enjoy it. For listener context, this was recorded in November 2023. Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of psyched to be with you with me your host christopher leach aka chip195 part of the blind psyche network production ecosystem any or all of the above we are back with another fantastic guest for the second episode of season four i'm hype this is going to be amazing my very special guest please introduce yourself bring us bring us into your world uh hi yeah uh i'm owen trett uh pronouns he they uh, I'm uh, the video editor currently working for Ponkel uh, on the uh, BAFTA award-winning title Vampire Survivors. Uh, I do trailers, uh, memes, just a whole bunch of video-related nonsense. Um, I've been in the industry for about, I want to say, uh, almost three years now, uh, which is, uh, gosh, a the, the, uh, concerning concept for me <laughs> i feel like it's going so quickly um yeah gosh um that's that's me that's that's yeah that that's the uh, the top line so i mean we we've got a lot we can dig into we've got a lot to feast on here let's 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 go from the top video editing you know for, for those that have no idea how these beautiful trailers and things are made what's that what's it look like where did you start to become one Oh gosh, that is that is a good question. Um, so video editing, I kind of see it as um, a puzzle. You're 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 given what is essentially a bunch of video clips um, from from a source um, or you or, or some graphics from a, a illustrator or graphic designer, and you have to what I like to say like 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 put it um, like jigsaw it together into one coherent bit of content um i studied media um uh, and then and then i did a bachelor's in in television production um at bournemouth where i kind of fell in love with video editing i always wanted to um work as a video editor for like scripted content um like fantasy sh fantasy shows I, I would have loved to have done something like the witcher or lord of the rings or something like that because um, basically what you do is is you kind of take uh, footage that's recorded, um, you look at like actors' performances and you, and you piece it all together into, into one coherent uh, film. It's very exciting. You have a lot of control over what people see because at the end of the day, what you end up cutting is what people will end up seeing. Um, and that's very much the same for what I do now. Uh, so... Yeah, I I, I, get, I capture a bunch of uh, gameplay content um, and I, I jigsaw it together with the help of uh, people at, at, at Ponkle, uh, whether that's uh, getting a structure together, some text slates, music, whatever. 
um, and making a trailer. Uh, I, I know nothing about game development, but um, anyone who, who, who is a game dev and, and does that more technical side, they're all wizards. I have no idea how they do it. I just make them look good. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that that's kind of what I do. Um yeah, uh it's it it it, it it's great. And I think so f- for me I I sort of have a, a little bit of an eye behind the curtain. I actually did media at, at, as we would call it college in the UK, you know, 16 to 18 myself. Um and that was kind of, you know, generally kind of everything. I actually had aspirations of being a film director once upon a time. Um so I kind of like feel like I have a, an idea of kind of what goes on and i think you make a really good point there around the the control an editor has you know you put together the final piece um and i feel like maybe this is me being too sweeping but like like generally like a lot of production people involved with any type of media creation get not given enough credit right like you know i'm i mean i flirt with all my guests i'm not just flirting with you right now but like truly like the amount of extra effort that goes in that people maybe don't know about it's kind of always shocking, right? Okay. Yeah, genuinely. And then we go oh, sorry, through that. How, how was like that higher education journey going through that? It's like, because uh, a lot of people kind of see, especially creative kind of roles as maybe like, oh, I've got to go out into the industry and into the world instead of higher education. Yeah, definitely. I'd say um, I I've always been a fan of education. Um, like like I've always had in my mind like I needed time uh, to go to university to really find out what exactly I want to do. Because back in college, like I had no idea. Uh, there was there was a while where I wanted to go into acting um, for a short period. I wanted to go into like radio, but um, I feel like university, and this is kind of a topic that, that that's been discussed in length um, in in the kind of Twitter space at the moment. But I think, for me anyway, like university is a really good way to just like find out more about yourself and and find out more about like what I'm good at and and how I collaborate with other people who are trying to also figure out what exactly works for them. So you get. To, to basically try out a bunch of stuff and i think that really helped me kind of understand like oh vi- no video editing that's my whole thing um you know I, I i i love university i think in the creative sector it's not necessary you don't necessarily have to go to university and a lot of people do um you know uh focus on on the fact of um you know experience versus education especially like going into like tv and media there is that disconnect between like a student film and something that was actually, you know, produced for, for TV. Um, so, you know, there are stories of people who went into TV after college and, you know, managed to get like years worth of experience and are basically like mid-level by the time that, you know, a university student would graduate. But um, for me, I think it was a great way to just like build those connections that, you know, I still have to this day and, and kind of understand more about myself and, and figure out that, yeah, no video editing is um, for me, really. Uh, and like, I think I graduated uh, mid-COVID. So it was quite a um, quite a scary time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the TV industry was kind of in a position where they weren't hiring a lot because, you know, no one really knew what was going on. People were working from home. Um so I ended up just looking for any kind of working from home editing work, and that's how I found my first role at uh, at Sumo doing um, video editing for uh, that games company. 
really. Now, not to crack open a, a broader nut, but it, bear with me. It is kind of a segue. Um, in, in my albeit limited experience, I've kind of found that particularly the games industry maybe undervalues higher education. I found that as someone who's like sat next to people said, oh yeah, by the way, I'm doing a PhD in psychology, like on games. And they've gone, oh, so you're a student. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not, <laughs> you know. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that kind of dynamic? No, 100%. It's it's a weird disconnect uh, that I really don't understand. Like, I remember being in, in second, third year of uni, and um, there was always this general rhetoric of, like, yeah, when you're when you're going uh, and applying like um, roles onto your CV or writing cover letters, you always have to come from an almost back-footed stance that oh, I'm a student, so therefore my 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 content doesn't matter as much. When really, I think that that kind of stigma um, needs to be removed. You know, um, that there are so many talented students, um, and at the end of the day, you're you're, you're putting years and years worth of time um into improving your skills that that i i i think i don't know um a lot of recruiters have this yeah this weird separation that like oh they're a student so therefore they're on they're on a, a lesser level whereas you know i i've had um friends of mine who have done mass master's degrees they are the smartest people i know um i have a friend who's who's been trying to get into the industry for a while uh doing audio design and um, it really just kind of sucks to say, like, yeah, but at the end of the day, like, do you have any, um, uh, like, like in industry experience? Because that's what people are gonna are gonna really care about, and it sucks because they they've put like four years of of their life into education, and 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 at the end of the day, like, there's not really much to 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 show for it. So yeah, I I I, I do think university education is incredibly important i wouldn't have have, have, have done it if, if, if i thought differently um and i think that yeah that there's just this weird stigma about um student um like like kind of student experience versus like in industry experience that i think needs to be removed um especially now that like my my, my, my younger brother actually um is currently studying uh games art um at portsmouth uni and um it, again it's it, it's kind of it's 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 frustrating that like he's looking for for placement uh stuff for it for, for the end of his second year and he's he's struggling because again there's this there's this weird kind of um disconnect uh between uh like in industry experience and, and he's genuinely one of the like most talented 3d designers i know um uh, but yeah just because he's a student instantly people kind of shrug that off mm -hmm. it's yeah, it's 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 terrible, really. Let's then let's let's bite the big one because I mean, Vampire Survivors. You, you said it yourself, BAFTA award winning, one of the funnest games I think anyone could play. Dangerously so at times. Um, it got a shout out at a panel I did at uh, PAX West in September. Gone when we were talking about uh, comfort comfort games and cozy games. And finding comfort in chaos and vampire survivors came up as like the game itself is very chaotic, but it plays in such a way that is almost rhythmic and therefore quite comforting. Like how how do you even begin to talk about a game that is that good? Well, that that's it. How do you begin to talk about vampire survivors? It's it there's a zeitgeist 
I'd say around vampire survivors. Um, and it's 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 weird um to to I guess have joined the company right in the middle of 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 of, of that zeitgeist. It's it's interesting actually that you say there's kind of a a, a comfort in that coziness because I'm currently um uh doing talks about about vampire survivors and I use that exact term of um you know not even like like not not just the game having that kind of comfort in in coziness but just the general vibe of Ponkel there 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 is um uh sorry no uh was it comfort in in, in kind of chaoticness um I think Ponkel is is that there is there is comfort in uh this kind of chaotic turbulent uh way of of of, of working um like for example I I I joined I signed my contract and then two weeks later they won that they won the BAFTA. Um the week I joined, they they said, Oh, we need you to to do content for a Nintendo Direct. Again, this this is like the biggest client that I've ever had to had to work for, um, which was a terrifying concept because mm. I, I'd gone from working with a with a group of video editors to being the sole video editor and like everything that I did was solely on my back, which was terrifying, considering that the client was Nintendo and they were massive. Um, I'm going to say, I saw that trailer in the direct live and it was smashing. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. It was, um, it, I, 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 I learned a lot during that, that, that very quick period of time, um, uh, mostly about independence. But um, I'd say that's not even the, the most, uh, I'd say um turbulent thing that that that's happened at the company um it, it seems every week there's something new like this kind of bombshell that, that, that's dropped by luca that we have to then react to um and it, it kind of repeats on a weekly basis um and it's chaotic and a lot of people would 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 um kind of uh struggle to 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 kind of maintain some level of consistency of work but I found again this kind of level of comfort in this chaotic nature. It, mm-hmm. it, it's it's weird to put into words, um, because I I love that I I I wake up uh for work and I I have no idea what the day is going to be like. <laughs> um, like I'm confident in my skills. I know that I'm going to be able to react to it in a way that works and, and in a way that's going to end up with a good product. Um, uh, and I, I wouldn't have it anywhere else, honestly. I couldn't imagine doing the same kind of like the same job over and over again every day. Um, yeah, it's it's exciting. Um, and also also comforting that like everyone else in the company is in exactly the same position. So there's not really a, a a a pressure. There's kind of a general understanding of like, yeah, no, this is chaotic. Please feel free to do this like like on your own terms, at your own pace. Um, and if you're stressed at all, please let us know and we can move move deadlines. Um, and I think it's it's just it's it's so positive and enriching. Uh, yeah, for for something that's incredibly chaotic, it is it is one of the most i'd say uh wholesome environments to, to work in and to then flip this on its head because i don't know how i would do it and this is a cheeky question how do you describe vampire survivors to someone who doesn't know what it is 
I I love our tagline of of be the bullet hell because that's essentially what the game is. You are um this one character um growing uh, in size and and in intensity um to basically mow down waves of enemies. Um you you become what essentially is this unstoppable chaotic weapon that just that just absolutely destroys waves of enemies and i th- i think satisfaction is 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 a good way to 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 describe it um i was speaking to one of our games designers zach who joined recently and described vampire survivors as being this very almost naked experience um kind of in the same vein as like pac-man where where you go in there's there's literally like two buttons of just walk and select um and uh within seconds it's like you know what what what's going on you go in you know you attack automatically enemies are coming you gain gen- gems from killing enemies you level up repeat like it's 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 naked and it's it, it's authentic and it kind of it, it 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 knows confidently what it is um yeah, I, I I rambled on way too long, but yeah, in 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 the short of it all, it's it's like it, it you you are the bullet hell <laughs> at the end of the day, and it is genuinely an amazing game. And most, I think, I would I'd say surprisingly for listeners that don't know or for some reason aren't interested, like you can play it on your phone for free. It's it's a couple of quid on consoles. Like you you don't you you're not miss you're not missing out. You're not ruining anything by giving the game a go. That's wild. Genuinely. In in like today's world, Jeremy Bermy were recording this before it goes out, obviously. But like it just it it's refreshing. It's refreshing to see a game that, you know, I think could easily charge double, triple what it is priced at. And I I'd still buy it easy. You know what I mean? Um which I suppose is a nice segue to in, in November of last year, e.g. now, um, yourselves launched a new merch line. Yes, yeah, gosh. Um yeah, I I I, I again uh one of one of the chaotic things that that, that that just keeps popping up. Um yeah, we we released um some merch uh with with fan game merch. Um, some some of it here. Oh, sneak video preview! Get on. Got a sneak sneak preview. Um, but uh, we do have some badges. Um, hold on one second. Let me let me let me try and get it out here. Um, I'm here. Th- this is. this is why I love doing this show. It's happening live. You know what I mean? Like it's great. We do we're doing it live. We're doing it. We're doing it all live. Um, hold on one second. Uh, well, actually, I I can show you. I I put a lot of it on top of my bag. Um, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Uh, so I'll have to show my bag, but you can kind of see here, like we've got just a few pins. Oh yeah. Um, of vampire survivors. I lost a lot of them uh, on the journey back up to Sheffield from London the other day. <laughs> oh um, no. Uh, but it's fine. One of them does spin. I think it's currently at the bottom of the bag. I'll need to. Um, I'd need to to go and uh, get it again. Um, but we also got uh, a shirt as well, um, which. Uh, I don't think it's on my wardrobe. I think it's currently in the wash. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we we teamed up with with, with Fan Gamer to to get um some merch, and it's it's I'm always um very adamant about about video game merch. Um, uh, as someone who who kind of used to like excessively wear like graphic tees and hoodies 
and not really have like a kind of sense of, of fashion. Um, I, I, I'd say like, um, you want video game merch that would work well as a good bit of merch if people didn't un know what the IP is. Mm -hmm. um, I think we've kind of got that with Vampire Survivors. Like we have this really cool, almost like death metal-esque shirt that, that even if you don't know what Vampire Survivors is, it still looks like a good shirt. Like it's a really good design. Um, I mean, I'm wearing this. this is like this is company merch, and it's very clearly company merch. <laughs> for, um, for for listeners' benefit, it's a it's a Ponkel hoodie. Yeah, it's uh, it's it it it's very it's very cute. Um, uh, I'm I'm very happy with like the quality, but uh, yeah, it, I like whenever I I've talked about merch, I've always been like, oh, let's get some like varsity jackets. You know, I I love um lazy devs and what they do um mm. I, I think it's aggro crab that run that um, and they did a, a crossover with among us um and you just have this really cool interesting almost like tech wear um that that kind of has a, a video game adjacent vibe and it's like it's fashion first and then video game secondary and i think that's what i i love about like high quality video game merch and i i think we've kind of done that here Mm -hmm. with vampire survivors um you know i i think i think um you, you want something you can shout about you want something cool you you don't just want the kind of logo um splashed onto the front of a hoodie which i mean saying that wearing my punk hoodie um but uh but yeah more varsity shirts um i i i love i love what radical forge do, do actually big bigger radical forge um because they're they're branding um is absolutely incredible harry mitchell um who, who's the content specialist there and does a lot of graphic design work for them genuinely one of my favorite like creators at the moment mm -hmm. um not just because like he's a friend of mine but also because like their 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 merch is is just it's the embodiment of cool uh like they do like skateboards and they do like these really cool bits of like merch they did i think they had like temporary tattoos that they brought to develop and it's, it's just <laughs> oh I, I I love that so much. It it it's such a good vibe. No, that's excellent. Uh, and I think okay, so I've got I've got a couple more questions about this, and then we we can sort of like shift away from it. But do you play much Vampire Survivors yourself? Um, outside of work, no. <laughs> um, I I I like. I think when you when you work solely on one video game, um, it becomes work at that point. Like like whenever I play it, because um. Because I, I I I do capture for it on a regular basis. Whenever I play Vampire Survivors now, I'm always playing it with the mindset of, okay, how can I make this shot look good? Mm -hmm. How can I make this capture look good? Even if I'm not recording, I I still have that in the back of my mind, and it's like I can't really enjoy the game anymore. Um, and I feel that whenever I'm doing trailers for like other game uh content, is it, is it, like. Once it starts feeling like work, it's like okay, I, I got, I got, I got to stop. <laughs> like, like I'm only paid a certain amount of hours uh, in the day. Mm -hmm. um, it's 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 a fantastic game. I love it. Um, I think in terms of like cozy games that I that I'm playing instead of Vampire Survivors, um, like on my Steam Deck and stuff like that. Like I I love City Skylines. I'm a big city builder nerd. Um, same with like Civ. I I play a a, a butt ton of Civilization. Mm -hmm. Um. Which is like, uh, it's just the ultimate like addicting, uh, cozy game. <laughs> I find, um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting one. Uh, it, it's kind of a blessing and a curse. Like I get to play Vampire Survivors for work, but also 
whenever I play it now, I just kind of, I have work in the back of my mind. Um, and I'm just like, ugh, you know, I just want to enjoy myself. <laughs> well, yeah. I think, you know, that sort of really ties into my next question of like, when you're working on games, do, do you then find yourself able to enjoy games and its related content outside the work? I mean, you just touched on it, that you're playing a few other things there. It's it's very difficult, I find. Um, and I've only had this um, recently, I'd say, since like joining, uh, I think it was towards like the end of, of my time at Sumo and, and, and joining uh, Ponkol this year. I haven't really been playing a lot of games this year. I've, I've kind of, um, I, there's a weird kind of um uh not pressure but um uh there's there's, there's a weird kind of lack of enjoyment when, when when playing games now because i'm i'm always viewing it from a work perspective at this point um like i've i've been i've been for, for ages trying to get through Baldur's gate um and i'm still i'm, I'm like 40 hours in i'm not even through act one yet mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> i'm i'm it's a great game, and and it's deserving of all of the uh, the accolades and 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 all of the hype. But um, I feel like now, whenever I play a game, I need to like be playing like a multiplayer game and playing with people to kind of like fulfill that kind of social need as well mm. as playing video game needs. Because whenever I'm playing a game by myself, um, and it's a single player game, there's always this weird expectation of like, okay, I need to f- try and find this find a way to make this feel productive <laughs> i guess um it's genuinely difficult I, I i would joke that i read about games more than i play them but there is that even when like you know you're playing through stuff that's completely unrelated to my actual work it's like oh you know i'm, I'm still thinking about like oh like i find this really soothing but it's not what is it that I find satisfying about it? And like, you know, you, you can't take the psychology out of the psychologist, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, there is definitely that element of processing in that in that way, which again, you know, I like to think I'm a good host. What do you then do outside the work? What is it that, that you then use to relax? Um, I, I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I think because it's a very social game um, and uh, it, it's very much like it's a game that requires your full attention, um, especially when you're when you're uh, a, a, a dungeon master uh, and you have to kind of maintain uh, some level of concentration and, 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 and have like things prepped and be able to listen and and improvise off of other players. Um, you know, I used to do a lot of improv at uni, and one of the main rules of improv is is listening because you can only bounce off um, people you're improving with uh, if if you if you're actually able to like listen to them properly um, and 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 kind of get what ideas they're going for, which you can yes and. Um, so I, I I play a lot of that. I'm currently DMing a game with um uh, with a few uh, games industry friends, um, uh, Brim Richards, uh, Lottie, um, their partner, um, Harry Mitchell and 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 his partner, and also a few friends from from secondary school. Uh, and we're having a, an absolutely great time. Um, it is it is extremely chaotic. Uh, but I love every second of that. And um. Uh, a lot of us are kind of like theater kids at heart, so we all try and like put a lot of effort into like role play 
and stuff like that and it's always oh it's it's always just an absolutely fantastic time uh genuinely i i, I freaking love D D. there's a lot of D D interwoven on the podcast um particularly like therapists using D D, like in the therapeutic values which is awesome um i again jeremy bury me reasons but during what month was it october last year yes i i actually did like a streamed game uh, and i was a, a level 20 half elf bard called bob dylan uh, and my arch nemesis was human bob dylan who made an appearance in the game and it was absolutely exquisite um it essentially like imagine M matt berry but answering mostly with bob dylan lyrics to the answer to every question or as in many ways as possible Oh, that's incredible. I think that's why I love D D so much is 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 just because you're able to to just have so much creativity without um without many limitations. Um and I'm 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 trying out a bunch of uh different systems as well. Um that that's kind of uh been been a uh, uh that, that friends of mine are trying to convince me to do. Um like kids on bikes, um mm -hmm. uh uh what is it? Um other, uh, uh, I think, thirsty sword lesbians. I really want to play at some point. Yeah. Um. There, there's some. There's some really, really good like non five E systems that I really want to run because, again, like theater kid at heart. Um. There's a lot more of a role play focused with with some of them. Um. Which I'm just a massive fan of. Honestly, I I just love being able to be given a situation, given a character, and just kind of go nuts with it and 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 just and just do what i feel is is right or funny like for, for for the situation um and just keep like building and yes adding off each other and it's like it's it's it i i, I feel like it, it it's interesting that you brought up, up the therapy like 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 point of view because it, it definitely does feel like that at some point i feel like you're able to explore so much about yourselves as as not just characters but as humans and 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 your kind of relationships with everyone and and how you react to certain situations it's it's such an interesting um way of play that um yeah i i i find video games uh kind of um uh i, I difficult to, to compare to um i think also actually in saying that boulders gate is kind of the reason why i don't play a lot of 5e anymore because that's <laughs> kind of the perfect representation of of what 5e could be um like like as a video game so whenever I play 5e now, I just keep comparing it to Baldur's Gate, and I'm like, I should try another system. Something that's more, you know, that, that's more fitting to being in person and talking to friends and, 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 and doing that kind of thing. I really enjoy the, the 2d20 system um, used mm. in sort of like Dune and I think Star Trek. Um, it's definitely more friendly to uh, newcomers to TTRPGs because you're only ever rolling like two numbers together with with 2d20s um but like it has like a drive system so like your character will have certain drives and like that will help guide people to, to really lean into the role playing like they'll well logically i always want to do this but my character is power hungry so they're actually going to do this um which is really fun and there's also a really cool sort of threat and momentum kind of uh currency market to it so like you know if the players want like an extra dice to win things in their favor that gives me some points as a, as a gm to screw with them later um or if they roll well they can bank points and stuff like that uh, and it's a really like 
I just don't think enough people have used the two D twenty system. I'm a really big fan of it, um, and I think more more people should. I also just love June. Like I think a hundred pages of the starter book is just law, and I'm like, ah, no, I've read the books twice. Like, right? I think I I think I still have the book behind me somewhere. Um, but uh, yeah, it it is it is a world that I I, I just adore. <laughs> Honestly, I need I need I need to play the tabletop um system at some point. That that sounds like a lot of fun. It's it's really good, and I think like if you if you do know the world, you can have some proper fun with it. Um, but yeah, so like yeah, big big fan of TTRPGs generally. Um, and I think yeah, I think you're right. Like if you can coordinate it, they are a great way to to unwind in a way that is different to. Video games. I think that this is this is gonna sound daft. I have no evidence to back this up, but I almost feel like that hyper prevalence of video games, and particularly the way we talk about screen time, which is very sort of not good science. You know what I mean? I can say that as someone who does science. Um, but I think that's a big resurgence for why D and D and board games generally have kind of come back to the fold because people want like analog fun. Do you know what I mean? A board game where they can roll. I mean, I I, I have a shelf with like little ble- like bleachers of like dice because I, I love dice. There's something beautiful about hanging, handling dice and rolling them. And like, you know, the same things like cards. You know, it's sure a digital thing that counts points and stuff is great, but holding cards and dr- like drawing a card, oof, what a rush. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's in the physicality that, that, that really just kind of, I don't know, it adds a whole nother layer. Um, like like when someone's rolling a dice like on a table and you hear that clicking and clacking sound and that there's such a satisfaction to it. I mean, literally, like I, I pulled this out of my bag to show the pins, but uh, for, for the audio listeners, like I I, I did just bring out bag of, a bag proper of uh, bag of dice, and it, it's just so satisfying to like hold this and just have and um and 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 yeah, to just have that level of physicality to it. It's ah. Oh, it's so satisfying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to kind of maybe change track a little bit. But and you mentioned a few people there who, whom I know, made acquaintance of, luckily. Um, but we actually met uh, through Limit Break. If you can tell us a bit more about that, what, what that is for people that don't know and that sort of business. Yeah, definitely. So Limit Break is an initiative. Um, it's a games industry initiative uh, to give mentorship to um, people from marginalized groups uh, within the games industry. Uh, so I, I've used it this year um, to, to learn more about brand management um, from uh, the one of the global brand managers uh, of, of, of Square Enix. And it's just a really great opportunity to network, meet peers, and just learn something uh, more about you know, yourself, your skills, um, skill sets that you might not have thought of. Um, I've also been on the committee this year, so I, I've been doing the the video content for Limit Break. I've done their intro and, and outro kind of like trailers, um, various social posts uh, that they've put on onto social media, um, and it's just been great. Honestly, it, it, it it's an it's an initiative that's formed and run by some of the most talented interesting and 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 friendly individuals in the games industry that that I've I've ever met really and I I absolutely fell in love with it and I I'll definitely be doing it um 
uh, next year, which I think is, is this year for, for Jerry Murray <laughs> reasons. Um, but it's it's genuinely, I I, I, I think um, by the time this podcast comes out, we'll be a few months away from um, uh, putting in the the next initiative uh, of, of, of mentees and mentors. Um, so yeah, if, if anyone here is listening and wants to be a mentor and and help uh, share their skills uh, within the games industry. I, I think it's it's incredibly important. I'll, I'm gonna um, hopefully next year um, and this year, sorry, <laughs> uh, do mentorship for video editing because there aren't a lot of uh, video editors. I didn't see any video editors um, in 2023 do uh, any kind of uh, uh, men men mentorship. And I think it's really important to fill those skills gaps and and just kind of showcase that yes, this is a role that is um, you know important. Uh, it's it's essential, I think, for any social media community team. A video editing role is 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 absolutely essential to to sell your game in any manner. Um, it's 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 cheaper than than going external. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I, I wanna, I wanna make sure that the people understand that it's a role that that you know isn't just linked to film or TV or B two B marketing. You know, there is this this area for uh, video editing within the games industry, and I also want to see a lot more people from from marginalized backgrounds join this this role because it is unfortunately quite a white male dominated um, uh, role that exists within within the industry. Um, which which sucks. It it's a it it, it it's something I, I I really really want to change. Um, especially as, as as kind of a queer person in, uh, the industry. I I want to uh, I want to have more more video editors from 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 different backgrounds because when you 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 edit something, you're building off of your ideas and perspectives. And I feel like at the moment, those perspectives within video editing sphere are very white male dominated. So I I, I feel like um, there's a lot of opportunities where we can really um, kind of improve that that workforce. And I feel like it, it, it's something that, that really means a lot to me, um, really. So yeah, love Limit Break. It's, it's, it, it, it's amazing. Um, I recommend everyone who has the opportunity to, to, to apply for it, go for it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just been a great way to, to meet just some of the most talented and interesting folks within the games industry. I'm also going to go on record as saying that I also live, love Limit Break. If you have an interest in video editing and you want to be mentored by Owen, you know, it, you, you wouldn't be at a loss. You'd only gain knowledge, let me tell you. Um, and I'm also just going to give a, a shout out to you mentioned them before, like Brian Richards. They, they were my mentor this year, absolutely incredible. I school appropriately love Brin as much as possible, um, and it was genuinely wonderful. I think to enter a space like Limit Break, that albeit is predominantly digital, but feel incredibly safe, I think is something that we don't put enough value on, and the fact that. You know, everyone else there is, is a, from a marginalized background. Really adds that emphasis and safety of like, you know, there are no silly questions. We're all here to help provide diversity to an industry that is not terribly diverse. And that, that you know, oh, yeah, incredible. So, yeah, I'm a big fan. I also want to go back and like, I'm going to apply to be a mentor. I don't necessarily know what. 
I would mentor in, but I like, I don't know, I like chatting to people. I think I can be, yeah, you know, I can find information. I'm good at that. That's basically my job, you know? Yeah, and, the, 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 I, I definitely see areas existing that, that, that could definitely, like, you know, um, uh, benefit from your skill set. So, yeah, I, I'd love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, hopefully, soon when this goes out, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> okay, so then going away, going away from that, because let, you know, let's be honest, being on a committee like that, you know, that's a lot of additional work to put in. And it's, it's very clear that, like, your passion drives a lot of that um what kind of other stuff do you kind of do that you know brings joy from i'm kind of i'm i'm teasing this question already because like i know i've seen you do a bit of photography work and you know you've you know you go to conventions and stuff yeah i um this is it's a very recent thing uh for me really um but i've i've actually i've recently joined the furry fandom um which uh wasn't on the cards for this year but uh i i i i've i've been adjacent for like quite a while i'd say um and i i've started uh meeting up with friends who are part of the community i'm like oh you should come to one of the meets at some point and and genuinely completely changed my my perspective on on the community uh which yeah initially i was a bit like oh i don't know it's a bit cringe it's not really something that i i, I see myself doing and then you find what I, what i found is just the friendliest nicest um most welcoming people that i've ever met in my entire life um and with, yeah with the photography side like you mentioned i think for me it's it's a really great way for me to um really expand that artistic and creative side of me that works outside of, of video editing um you know i i don't normally get the chance to do any filming or photography within my my job it's always just we edit we we, we do video editing um but in in doing photography and in 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 kind of experimenting I'm also able to like, you know, choose shots better. Um, I'm able to get an understanding of like what looks better in terms of frame composition whenever I'm building something in, in let's say, After Effects. Um, so oh, at the end of the day, a lot of these skills do end up um, overlapping. And it's just a great way to like meet people, um, especially with like furries, because everyone, you know, they, they've spent like thousands of pounds on, on these suits. And they absolutely love the idea of anyone taking pictures of them in in in, in suits. Um, so it's a great way to just like meet people and introduce yourself, and also like improve my skills. It's it's a win win at the end of the day. Um, yeah, and and I've also like as well as that, be doing a bunch of cosplay stuff. Um, I went to Comic Con uh, recently. I I did my second cosplay as Tails. Um, uh, I did my my first cosplay a couple months ago at a MegaCon in Manchester, where I went as Eggman, very nice. very Sonic related. Nice. <laughs> um, it's it's great. I I love the idea of of being able to like now just experiment with myself and how I look and how I how I present myself. Um, uh, I love having pictures taken of me. It's great uh, being able to embody like certain characters. I think it's just incredibly fun. Uh, I spend way too much money on on art and stickers and pins, uh, but it is. I don't know. I I just love the idea of of uh, like supporting artists and and 
kind of living within within that general space i think it's just incredibly wholesome uh it's incredibly creative it it, it inspires me I, I, on on a regular basis as a creative um on on how i can better my work and and how i can kind of improve my standards really i also i'm gonna use this opportunity to um just give a quick shout out as i actually got a commission done recently um by um hannah uh the artist oh really just hannah, yeah just had a really like because you you tweeted about them and we're like oh yeah like they are amazing and i was like actually i need i need some new content made um so they did like a whole bunch of stuff for me and it is incredible uh amazing incredible. i love i love yeah hannah's work is fantastic genuinely um we we, we went to uh we went to school together um, and then I, I think we kind of like lost contact and then regained contact because uh, she does a lot of um, D and D commissions for me uh, and and a lot of like general like profile picture art and and she also helped with like my sewing and stuff like that. Um, no, uh, she she is honestly just an absolutely fantastic artist. Um, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm I'm glad that you 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 chose her. Yeah, she is <laughs> she's great. I genuinely. mean, it, 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 they might be sort of like out in the world by the time this goes out. I'll give you a sneak peek afterwards if you want. But like, just like genuinely, I saw the initial sketches and was like, wow, you have captured exactly what I wanted so effortlessly. And then watching them sort of come to life, like, wow, yeah, brilliant. It's it's so talented, honestly. Yeah, we, we, we love to see it, genuinely. I, I love supporting artists. It's, it's such a wholesome experience. It really is. And like, you know, it, it's... It's such good work, and I, I sit back in awe because I, I, you know, I couldn't do that for to save my life. You know what I mean? Um, I had like pencil shade, <laughs> you know, like I can draw you a nice apple, but that's about it. Um, I also I kind of want to go into a little bit. You, you touched on it there, um, and like I know you also have like a YouTube channel that you do content for, and you've spoken a bit around this sort of stuff on Twitter recently. But uh, I'd love to kind of hear a bit more about that from yourself. Yeah, definitely. So I, I I I try I try and do video essays <laughs> when I have the time. Um and I think the the biggest project that I worked on this year was about my weight loss uh journey. Um uh I I I've lost uh since 2020 about 95 pounds. Um I, I reached my weight goal uh by uh by the time this comes out. Uh yeah, like like mid uh mid November 2023. Mm -hmm. Um and um it it's been quite a magnificent journey for me um i i've always suffered with with weight issues uh from i want to say when i was in secondary school onwards um and i wanted to kind of take that opportunity to creatively use my editing skills with this video essay uh to talk in in detail about not just like my weight loss but also uh trauma that that i've associated with my weight loss um with experiences that i've had in the past about um how people have reacted to my weight um uh i had quite a bad run-in with a with a youtube prankster which kind of was picked up by by a larger youtuber um and that kind of uh discouraged me for quite a long while in terms of body confidence and stuff like that um but now i'm in i'm, I'm in a position where uh, I think going back to like cosplay and stuff, I I feel more confident in my body. I feel like I'm able to, uh, you know, uh, I'm able I'm able to to feel 
confident in myself and allow myself um to enjoy those um uh that 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 kind of uh that self-love that i i feel like i didn't really have for quite a few years uh so yeah it's it, it it's it's been a great journey um it, it's been lengthy it's been about three years but um i i still have quite a bit more to go <laughs> um i need i need to try and get rid of a a, a bunch of like stomach um pudge mm-hmm. but uh you know that that that's for like down the line um i'm happy where i am now um i'm still gonna be happy no matter if i if i still weigh this the, the same way in in the next few years um yeah it's it's it, it's been a good journey i will say um i actually i watched the video essay um and, and like i i very much resonated with it um i feel like i myself had been on like a similar sort of journey you know like sort of through 16 to 18 and then i was like you know didn't feel very confident and then it was like only when uh for me it was like when i was in uni and like i, you know, I could like i could go to the gym because at the time you know like that was the thing to do and then i sort of got to a point and i was happy and then you know life then hits you fast uh, and then you go out and go to the gym as much and things like that. Like, let me tell you, doing a PhD is not good for your mental or physical health, <laughs> generally speaking. Um, so, yeah, I very much, like, resonated with it. And then I, I was, I'm going to say shocked. That's maybe not the best word. But learning about, like, the, the, the social media debacle that, that you suddenly find yourself entrenched in, like, was wild. Like, I, I honestly you know, was flabbergasted, you know? And I think, if if you'd allow me to say, I think you, you dealt with that incredibly well. And then to have then been able to so eloquently put together a video essay on it, you know, is, is incredible. And I think it's more, more people should have those types of discussions, I think. Um, so it was very, very powerful in that regard. And I, you know, I, speak, I speak for myself, but uh, I think the more... And, you know, I, I do a lot of stuff, like, in the mental health space. But the more we talk around these type of things, um, the the more you know, we can help change attitudes and, and reduce stigma. Yeah, 100%. I, I think the more that we have open and honest conversations about, um, you know, the, these topics, I, I think just makes it even more important. I, I think it's... It, it from Even just from an educational side, it's it's just so incredibly important to 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 make sure that that these these topics are out there in 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 the open um you know i talk a lot about in my video essay how um you know you can be both uh obese and healthy uh i i i i truly firmly believe that um i i unfortunately was just very obese and very unhealthy um but everyone is is different in terms of body type. Everyone is different in terms of metabolism, and not everyone is going to be able to uh, have the same, I'd say, reaction that that that, that I did. I guess uh, with with um, exercise and, and and counting calories. Um, also, you know, taking into account uh, disability, um, you know, chronic illness. It's the, the, these are factors that play such an important role um and I think that the only damage that we can do to ourselves is by is by living in that in that kind of ignorance and and by not talking about it because in being out there and in, in the open you know that's the only way that we're going to be able to to get the help that we need um yeah for uh, 
uh, for, 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 for these for these topics, really. I think it's really interesting as well because I mean I, I don't tend to do that like mention like make a pop culture reference like a news reference but I remember at the time recording like I think it was Billie Eilish had, had received some heat in the press for talking about like um oh if you're like you know masculine presenting it must be so easy not to worry about body image um and and you know there are obviously issues people who are femme presenting with body image 100% acknowledge that respect that but like that fundamentally in my experience is not true you know, I, I as someone who's you know, masculine presenter, my pronouns are he, him. You know, I, I you know, that's partly because I'm Albino, but I get called Santa. You know what I mean? So I'm very then hyper aware of how my weight presents in clothes, you know, things like that. Um, And I think it, it's a discussion that, like, it's very easy to turn it into a uh, what about men kind of discussion. But, like, truly, like, it requires a bit more nuance than that. And I think, yeah, just seeing someone like you know, yourself talk about that i think it's just so important yeah definitely i think uh you know this this issue is not 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 to call it an issue i'd say that this this topic is is very universal um you know uh in terms of my, my myself and 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 accepting uh what is a more non-binary side of myself um you know i i, I still have this this very masculine presenting way about myself but but i also do try and uh invoke uh some kind of femininity in in, in the way that i look and the way that i uh wear nail polish and and, and foundation on, on a regular basis um mostly because i you know it, not even from a feminine point of view but from a way of i just think i look good with with, with, with these factors assigning this this general idea that like oh all mask presenting people don't have to worry about like how they look i i, I think it's quite a broad and damaging statement really um mm. i think at the end of the day um you know i i for the longest time I, you know up until university i was very mask presenting i did weigh a lot i didn't have any body confidence whatsoever um and now I think I'm lucky that I'm in a position where I do feel confident about myself and I am able to present myself more in a light um uh where um uh I'm I'm happy. You know, a lot of men don't have that that kind of education or that kind of uh way of of, of talking about uh how they look, how they how they present themselves. Um uh you know for for a long time i i i i i had no idea like i wanted to get into wearing makeup but i had no idea where to even start and you know with the, those conversations don't ever really happen within within male dominated spaces i feel um, like I, sh I should also say like obviously you know th this is because the issue is treated in the, in the binary right which is incredibly hmm. a problem for anyone who operates in the non-binary space as well um just the precursor you know i was sort of referring to myself previously and also no he's really irish i don't want the internet to get on the case <laughs> no definitely yeah i i think i think yeah to be clear um yeah it it, it it's worth you know mentioning that binary and, and and saying that that um again again i'm i'm very uh, much a firm believer that, that the gender itself is, is is very much a spectrum um and um we like like i i think that i fall on on kind of a more i i don't know uh like if there if there was a kind of like mask on one side femme on one side and then there was a middle ground i'm very much like 
in that middle, maybe a little bit towards mask <laughs> mm. in a way. Um, but it's 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 uh, I like 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 one one thing. But so so my 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 housemate is um is is is, is trans. I'm going to ramble on for a bit now. Um, oh, but my housemate is 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 a. Uh, uh, is 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 trans femme. Uh, she she also works at Sumo. Or she worked um, when I worked at Sumo. She works at Sumo, uh, and she helped me uh, understand and grow and and kind of learn more about uh, the, these kind of ways that I can present myself in more of a feminine way. Um, like she took me to Boots one one day, and and we picked my like skin tone for like foundation and stuff like that. And it, it it's like. You know, if I didn't have that um, that that person to help teach me and kind of open that door, you know, I might not be as as confident about myself and how I look um, as as I as I do now. Um, so I think you know, going back to what you said previously um, about about having that that open line of conversation, um, I think uh, you know that the. the it's it, it's 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 worth having the the these these discussions instead of kind of living in this general uh i guess denial of of uh you know like men wearing makeup or uh um you know being like like or even just even just the the, the standard things of, of looking after yourself and how you look um you know uh because i i think everyone is deserving of feeling confident in their own body everyone's deserving of looking in the mirror and and feeling good about themselves um so yeah i think in, in having these conversations uh though that i i find it's incredibly important to, to kind of make sure that the, the these topics are kind of discussed more and, and and out in the open yeah and i think at the end of the day you, you everyone has a right to be happy like everyone everyone should be yeah. able to be who they who they are and and be safe and be cherished and, and be celebrated and know that they they can be who they are. And I also just want to go on record and say, when I've seen you in the offline world, you look incredibly fly. So, you know what I mean? So I'm just going to put that out there. Like, um, and, and I think, yeah, as I say, just there's not enough dialogue. And I think it's really almost easy when, and, and I'm relating this back to you, you doing a video about it, You when you are surrounded by a very inclusive community, you can kind of forget how uninclusive the rest of the world is, you know? So, like, even then, again, like, I, I can only provide plaudits of, of then actually you know, going out there and chucking that at everyone else on, on you know, the internet. It's so, so vital. I, I just, you know, I really, really resonated with it, as I say. Wait, I, th I think we're, we're lucky that the games industry is, is so accepting um, and so transparent. I like all that i've met when when working here for, for for the past three years is just this this level of 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 um transparency and friendliness and and kind of uh welcomeness i guess uh to to be yourself um you know uh just unbashedly um and i, I love that you know i i think that's why for me i, I don't think i'll ever uh move industries um unless i don't know i had this magical opportunity to work on the next uh i, I don't know um big fantasy show <laughs> um would you take the D, &D uh, movie part two 
Oh my gosh, I'd do anything. <laughs> oh, I would do anything to work on 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 the on the D and D movie. That'd be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting. Um, I I I, I love this industry so much. Would you ever be interested in like doing? Uh, maybe it's more production, but like video editing for like a, a TTRPG actual play or something like that. Um, gosh, that's a tough one. Because uh, like, again, like, I don't know if that would then lead to like too much of like fun being work and that like intersecting too much. Yeah, I, 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 I'd say like I don't know if 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 it would seem kind of like like a chore um, at the end of the day, or if if my if my mind would would kind of shift in that way. Um, you know, I told myself uh, when I was doing TV or when I picked TV production, there was always this thing in the back of my mind of like, why didn't I choose games as as a as a as a as a course? And I think the main reason was. Um, I would hate for my hobby to turn into work. Um, and it kind of has become that, but also I still love games. I still love, uh, you know, playing games. I still love, uh, uh, you know, trying to keep myself updated with all of the latest indie titles. I still get uh, so much more of an emotional reaction to playing video games than I do watching TV and film. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe maybe not film as much. I, I do. I love. I love watching film. Um, I'm a huge film nerd at heart. Uh, yeah, it's. Um, I've kind of lost what the question was. Sorry, <laughs> I've, I've rambled I, on a lot. I don't don't think there really what was a question in a sense. It was just like, oh, wouldn't that be fun? And then and we kind of went on. But that's yeah. why I love doing this podcast. You know, just it just it's so nice to just chat with people and and have great conversations. Uh, and I'm gonna ask one of my favorite questions, sort of like your scripted, if you will. But if you had no limitations, you had access to time, expertise, resources, money. What would be your big blue sky project? Oh gosh. Um, if I had like unlimited resources, um, I, I don't know. I've always liked the idea. Um, I love being in front of camera. <laughs> I, I like, like, like saying like, I'm kind of a drama, uh, I'm, I'm a theater kid at heart. Um, you know, I love, I love being in front of camera. Um, you know, I'd love to kind of do something that's akin to the game awards, but for video game trailers, um, the video game I, trailer I'd, I'd awards. Love, yeah, like the video game trailer awards. I think that would be really, really cool to have. Um, this kind of because in my mind, video game trailers are, is an art form. Uh, it's a very new art form, uh, and the way that video game trailers have shifted in terms of of format, um, is is very, very recent. I'm talking like the last five years. Uh, so being able to have a place to um really cherish and appreciate uh th those kind of works of art i think that would be important uh to me as 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 a creator so yeah unlimited time and money i would set up probably uh the the video game trailer awards uh show you know do you know what like the next jeff keely i'd, I'd watch that though like that's because you because i feel like some people watch the game awards for the trailers right like you just be you'd be giving them what they want but like actually yeah giving a huge level of recognition to the people making them um no that's that's a great idea i love that um my second question 
also my joint favorite because it's my podcast i can do what i like is is there anyone that you'd like to give a shout out to who maybe you feel doesn't necessarily get the recognition that you think they deserve or someone who's inspired you on your journey gosh um yeah i'd say the 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 two people who who really um made me who i who i am today um is is harry mitchell uh from radical forge the content specialist um and daniel partis um who is the i believe she's the yeah she's editorial for um xbox wire um and that that my two they're, they're they're great friends um we 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 met each other on a, on a team speak server back in like i want to say 2015 2016 moderating wow. for for this youtuber called nerd cubed um and all three of us kind of collaboratively joined the industry um together and uh i i you know i think um it's, i mean i mean they're both very much appreciated for the work that they do um danielle especially i think what she does in the industry as as a journalist and as a as a, as a writer and an editor is is absolutely fantastic um and harry as well is, is genuinely one of the 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 uh best and and most creative people i know um yeah i i I, th- I think you know any 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 recognition um for like the just people in the industry who 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 care and matter and 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 put in just the best amount of work um yeah i i I think in my opinion goes towards those two i just like i've i've not had an answer to that question that hasn't been incredibly wholesome and filled my heart with joy and that's another one of them i like you know i I just love doing this show man It's it's so daft but like i just i just love it um so let's let's have some fun We've talked that we talked about a lot of really great stuff in some depth, but let's let's have some fun before we wrap up. You are going to a biodome of your choice, because I wouldn't go through Desert Island personally. And you are going to take with you a film, an album, a book, and a game. You can take anything if it's in a collection. You can have a TV show box set instead of a film. If it comes as a collection or if it's a Spotify place, you can have that. Why not? I'm generous. But what are you taking with you and why? Gosh. Um, film, I'm, I'm a huge film nerd. Um, one of my favorite films of all time uh, that I'd definitely bring is, is Fantastic Mr. Fox by Wes Anderson. Um, I think I tweeted about this recently, but I make it a, I make it a tradition to watch it every autumn because it is just the perfect autumn film and it's like the embodiment of a warm hug like like <laughs> like within within film um i love i love the stop motion i love uh the heart and the passion and the soundtrack and everything it is in my opinion just an absolutely perfect piece of art um that just lifts my spirits every single time that i watch it um gosh uh album uh that's that's a tough one um i think I I love M83's Hurry Up With Dreaming, um, which is this kind of like shoegaze, like synth, um, uh, like like kind of uh, almost classical uh, album. Um, 
uh it has like midnight city um outro intro um and it has some of the most epic uh most i'd say uh extravagant soundscapes that i that i've ever heard recorded to music um that uh, every every time i listen through uh i i feel just this this complete catharsis that that i don't think any other piece of media has has, has really done uh mm-hmm. to me um books wise i'm gonna say dune just because it's big and long and lengthy nice. and there's just a lot to it <laughs> if i can get like the dune trilogy um that, that that's definitely a lot to uh to keep me occupied for a bit um the video game uh i love terraria i have way too many hours in terraria uh it is i'd say just the perfect survival game it's 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 mindlessly addicting there's so much content to it, um, and it feels different each time. I I I I I love it so much, and and I always kind of have bouts where, you know, I I I I feel like oh I need to play Terraria again, and I play it again, and I end up playing it in full, and I think I end up having I I think I have like five hundred plus or something hours in it. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. I love I love Terraria so much. I, I uh, yeah. I'm always surprised by like the tact people take with that one because they're always like a game that they know is long and haven't yet finished, a game they know they could replay endlessly, or like a game that like yeah I'll play that like just like I'll give it a go, see what happens. Um, there were some excellent choices. What biodome would you go for though? Biodome, um, some something uh something solar punk, you know, Ooh. um. Just, just love that whole aesthetic, you know. Lots of, uh, lots of, lots of greenery. Uh, maybe like a running waterfall. Uh, some something that kind of, you know, you open your eyes and you feel like you're, 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 you're someplace that's like good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So like, almost like truly utopian. Yeah, getting like a there's that place in Cornwall. I forgot the name. The Eden Project. Kind of, kind of getting, getting those vibes. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so as we wrap up, I always like to turn the tables upon myself and ask, is there a question you'd like to ask me? Now, I've had the whole how your PhD is going. Please don't ask me that. Um, and uh, what I would answer to the previous question on the quickfire. But uh, anything else, basically fair game. Amazing. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to ask, this is one thing that I ask all of my interviewees whenever I, I do like a levels test. Mm-hmm. Um uh whenever whenever i'm 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 recording um uh some bit of footage um because always it always uh knocks people off um but what's 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 something that you love about yourself that is an excellent question and i can see why that floors a lot of people because people are not often very good at celebrating themselves what do i love about myself i think um i i really enjoy my dry sense of humor like i will i will make really dark and inappropriate jokes at the most inappropriate times but i think it lends itself to a this is a really tense and heavy situation guys it's like have a laugh like you know um like if you don't laugh you cry you know and i feel like you can take so much from like a really good comedic beat uh doesn't doesn't always work out but i've uh i've you know 
shot myself on the foot a fair few times with it. But I think just like the fact that, you know, even with like a like an attitude of dry toast, I can try and bring something funny and silly about it. Or, you know, it might often be self deprecating, but injecting a bit of humour I think is just always always nice. Um Yeah, I think I also like I'm gonna say something I've developed recently and I remember doing it specifically like at Limit Break, uh the opening ceremony, but just being like remember like my ability to rem- remind myself that everyone is a person. Because you can see people and be like, oh my god, like this is so-and-so. Like, wow, this, you know what I mean? And being like intimidated by that. But like, you've been like, the people. Walk up to someone and say, hi, how's it going? How's your night going? Like, have you chatted to anyone cool yet? You know what I mean? Uh, and being able to sort of do that and like almost like high-five myself after. Like, you just had a conversation, look at you go. <laughs> That that's an excellent answer. Yeah, no, I I I love that. It's it's I don't know. I'm a I'm a daft guy. I like to chat a lot of mints. I mean, that's why I'm literally doing a podcast. Oh, <laughs> um, but I just think yeah, like people people are so fascinating. That's why I did psychology in the first place. So I I just love learning about people and speaking with them. Uh, on that note, though, we are wrapping up now. Where is the best place for people to find you on the internet, presuming it hasn't exploded by the time this goes out? Yeah, gosh. Um, well, on socials, um, I'm I'm at Owen underscore Tretz. Um if uh that that's on X, uh if if X still exists by by this point. Um if not, uh I am on Blue Sky um at perky.bluesky.social. Um I'm also on Instagram, um, Owen.tretz. Um, basically, if you just type Owen Tretz into um, any any kind of uh, web browser, I should turn up. <laughs> just appeal PS hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All, all those links um, for Owen will be attached to whatever you've found this episode. Wonderful. Um, and yeah, follow uh, Vampire Survivors if you want to see some, some cool uh, trailer content. Does that include. Your feet in the trailer? Uh, possibly, maybe. I can't <laughs> confirm that. <laughs> I, I like. I knew I had to mention it at some point, and I want to go out on a high. You know what I mean? Thank you so Amazing. much for joining me, Owen. This has been a great chat. I hope you've taken from it as much as I have. It, my cup is filled, and will be filled for several days now. Um, so all that remains for me to say is say goodbye to everyone listening. Goodbye to yourself, Owen. And otherwise, as we always say in the show, look after your mind, body, and soul. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Psyched to be with you. I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I did. If you did, do please leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really helps. Uh, otherwise, check out the description of the episode for the links for the guest, but also uh, to keep up with information about the show and myself. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed this listen. Uh, until next time, take it easy. Look after your mind, body, and soul. And I'll see you again for another episode very, very soon. Bye-bye.